Luis, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much, Rich. I'm very happy to be here. It's been a little while since we talked, and today we're going to talk about the No Star Civic Association. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you personally. You've lived here for a while now. You work at what I'm guessing is a pretty high-stress job, and you're president of the Civic Association. So my first question is, how much do you like or dislike Nosara today versus when you got here? And then talk me through your job version and then NCA version. Go. Oh, it's, a, it's a hard question. But it's, it, honestly, um, we're going to look like old folks talking about the old times or the old Nosara. And it definitely was a lot nicer. Um, regarding the, the work part, I have a few a few things that happens to me that make me think about what kind of guests we're getting and what kind of people. When we opened the hotel, almost everybody knew about Nosara. They knew where Nosara was, where Guanacaste was, Costa Rica, everything. The first thing that got my attention was when somebody about three or four years ago asked me, what else can I do in the island? You know, that's when you start, oh my God, we're, we're changing the our guests are changing, you know, you start getting new people. Then is the umbrella guys. And, you know, they wonder how come there's no Agasibo on the beach, you know, and they're, because they're demanding all these um, facilities. And that's part of the strain of us as community of, or, or operators of keeping the, the, the essence of your business, you know, and not surrounding to, to whatever somebody asks you for. And this year, was the one of the most shocking ones uh, when the guards report me when my guests come late or something, and they told me the babysitter came at 11.30 p.m. so the guests can go on, on party. Before that, Nosad at 9 o'clock was done. Everybody was asleep. You go surfing in the morning, do your yoga, your, your, whatever you have to do. But now... We get this crowd that is different. It's a, it's a different group of people that just come for the parties. And they just come, they come back to the hotel around six, seven in the morning, and they sleep all day long, and they go back again outside. So that's, that's how it's changing. So different demographics in the hotel you're seeing up front is helping change Nosara. So is that part of why you got into your role with the Civic Association, and you were willing to take on this crazy task of being president of a of a supportive yet sometimes contentious position that you're in. <laughs> yes, part is that I always being into conservation and making sure that the the um, development is sustainable and it is, is it respects all, all the people that are already there. Um, and that's why I, I joined the NCA. I, 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 I saw what they, they think, how they think, and I like it. And I became involved with it. Okay, so let's fast forward into this episode about the NCA. Uh, as president, give us our update as we end this high season. It's, um, we see a lot of newcomers. It's, it's a, a lot of new people that they, they um, some of them are very uh, aware of what's going on and what to do, and they get, they ask questions and, and they get informed. But a lot of uh, new investors, uh, they've been living in, in cities or places where you just hook up everything and that's it. Mm. And here, whatever we do have a very strong um, consequence. If I build a big house 
or a tall house is going to have a, a bigger consequence than if I do it in a city. If I do a, a big pool, if I do this, or whatever I do, the noises, if I cut the trees, it does make a huge difference in, in, in the surroundings. That's a good point. In the city, there's a lot of anonymity and just another construction. It's just construction. And also you can go vertical. So there's a lot more space for people to fill if you, if you go up high. Here, we don't have much space and we can't really go very high. So I think the prices that are going up and the demand that's going up, but the supply that's going down, I think it brings a big, strong focal point. For example, if you have a lot in a, in Guiones or Palata close to the beach, well, people see it. And when that house goes up, people see it. And I think a lot of people are from different areas where no big deal. I'm just doing my thing. And now here somebody pops up and says, Hey, what are you doing? Or what's this all about? Or, or they might say a lot more than that, but, uh, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. And, and there's a lot of things. What, what happened is we are, we got all this private investment that goes really, really fast. And you got the cash. It's a lot of people at the same time, let's say 120, 150 investors buying houses, uh, building, and there's no way the government or the agencies or, or any institution will catch up with that. And, and that responsibility is part of us, ourselves. Okay, we will say, well, common sense, you know, like the regular, the temporary regulatory regulations for constructions that were very common sense uh, regulations, but not everybody has it. And the, we all think, well, this is different because it's me. No, this is different than the other. So I'm willing to sacrifice what I'm something, and I expect everybody to be willing to sacrifice the same. But the things I'm not willing to sacrifice, I, you know, so we get very defensive on, on, on our sides when, when we think what could be, should be done or should not be done. And this growth, let me put it this way. When you go to the lineup, and you see all these people now, and you go like, oh, you gotta go at five in the morning just to catch some waves. Or you go, you, you are sleeping and you hear it banging, banging, constructions everywhere. Or, you know, wherever you go and try to go at five o'clock to, to Nosada and you see all these bikes and motorcycles, everybody running, very crazy. We as people, now imagine nature dealing with this. When they see literally their habitats being cut every single day. Every single day you see trees going down, um, you know, making larger gardens, constructing the, you know, your entire property because I pay a lot of money for it. I got to get the most out of it. And that's, that's uh, scary. Can you state objectively what your purpose is and what you guys are doing and then include a today version of it? Like, what are you up to right now? Well, that's a very, very, very good question. And I think, luckily for me, my predecessors, I mean, I don't mm -hmm. know the word. Predecessor, yeah. 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 Uh, they were very smart people and they were kind of doing things correct. And for instance, since 2018, NCA has been working already, pushing first the municipality to, to start the, the regulatory plan and working and financing all the studies and things that they need. Uh, now the, the, the municipality has their own financing and now they're working on it far faster. That's great because we believe, and, and like that, we also have the, we, we created the, um, 
the recycle center. We went and closed the dump. We, we get the municipality to collect the garbage. People don't, don't even have a clue. I mean, you come now and you have internet, five speed internet, you know, you got all these beauties, uh, that five or six years ago, they weren't there. I mean, there was nothing. Um, so all those things are thanks to planning. Planning is key. And that's because planning allows, allows the communities to get, uh, to talk, to decide what is to envision their futures, to plan what they want and, and avoid regrets and costly mistakes. What's the most challenging aspect for the NCA in this planning part of it? Because your community organization, and you, I guess you have your three main objectives, whatnot, between between your, your, your limited focus, but the reality is your hands in a lot of stuff and people from the community look, look at that when you say NCA, I don't think there's any one person saying, Oh, they just focus on the nature reserve and then focus on like X, Y, Z. I think people think some people think you're more of like the governmental entity that regulates this and polices it. And you guys are the police. So how do you deal with that as we're in this weird market, uh, place? all this stuff's happening, like, and you're the president of this organization. Do you think people understand the NCA very well? Or do you think there's still some confusion about the role and uh, how the NCA is affecting the community? Well, that's a very long and, and complex uh, question. You want me <laughs> to say I'll, it shorter? I'll try to, to, to answer <laughs> the, the parts I remember. Um, first of all, we're not police. We, we don't have any power. We don't have anything like that. We are planners. We are people that try to work in different uh, sections, uh, areas, and we plan ahead of what we foreseen that is going to happen. Uh, for instance, we, we knew the, the garbage was going to be a problem. We knew the aquifers were, were a risk, could be a risk when this grows. And so we took the, all the, we start taking the steps as soon as we realize something. So when the time comes, at least we are prepared and we have something to, to work with. And, and that's very different uh, to be a police or, or, or telling people what to do or not to do. That's, Got not, it. So that's not our point. You're clearly position. stating you guys are not the enforcers. You're trying to strategically implement future actions to make tomorrow better than otherwise if you don't pay attention to it. Yes. And for these things, we, we consult people. Uh, all our members have voice. We consult ex uh, specialists. We get aware of the, the laws and what can be done, uh, see what had happened in other communities. And with all that information, we try to, to present a plan. And those plans are presented every year in, in our meetings. Well, let's walk through some updates on some of the issues in the area. So uh, building and construction is a very hot topic right now. Where's the NCA at? And uh, give us an update. Okay. The temporary re uh, construction regulations for, to protect the, the refuge, they're still not ruled by the court. So that's still there. And we're still working with the municipality and other uh, actors uh, on the on the legal part. We, we have to wait and we never know when that's going to happen. So on the regulatory plan, we are going to the diagnosis phase, which, phase, which is almost done. And after that comes the most interesting one, which when is the when the municipality socializes this information. Uh, tell us about all the studies, what the, the results were, and start formulate, formulating the, the, what is going to be the regulatory plan and the basis for all the regulations. 
And that's when the community has to participate the most. It ha- we all have to be there. We have to tell them what we want for our future, what we want for our community, what where do you, we see our weaknesses? Where do we see our things that we need to do? So that's that's very very enthusiastic. I'm very enthusiastic about that because we're getting closer. Gotcha. So still pursuing the temporary building regulations, staying focused on the regulatory plan. We're about to get to an exciting spot of the regulatory plan, hopefully in the near future. Is that the synopsis on that one? Yes. All right. Cool. Let's bounce over to the refuges. What's what's the latest? What's happening? The management plan for the Oceanar Refuge is is not being approved. It's ready, it's done. Uh, the, the technical part is, is all done. But uh, there's uh, there's an issue with Sala Cuarta. There's something happened a while ago and that has stopped everything. So they, they cannot, they don't want to approve the, the, the management plan until that legal thing is gone. And that will t- might take time. We hope it's this year that we can get over it, but we don't know. Got it, but so still tied up on that, wait for the legal hurdle see what happens and then we'll take it from there. Yes. And the other, on the other hand, we have the, our own land that we are, you know, we're always uh, fencing and, and protecting. There's a lot of people that are stealing um, land. They go and register your land uh, without you knowing it. We spend a lot of money on that defending uh, property from the NCA. And that, that is, has taken a lot of energy from us too. We are also working with the 7302, which is a big farm um, that goes way many, many years before we were born. Um, there was a mess up from the registro and the professionals that work at the day and the people that sold those properties. But now we have a clear path and we're working on it. We're working with the community. We're working with over 40 owners in Esperanza and another larger owner near us. But I, I think we have a very clear view now and we are taking all the, the steps to make sure that it goes in a, a smooth way and everybody's protected their property without any issues. Do you feel for 7302 there's a solution in sight or is it you're just happy that you at least have a direction or <laughs> are you hopeful that you're going to get through it and this will work out? No, no, there's a solution and it's very doable. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's there. I, and I'm talking about something that come for many, many years. Now we finally grasp everything, but we got to make sure that we don't put at risk the protected land. And that's, that's important. Yeah, that's a complicated situation. Yes, it is. All right, what else? Um, oh, trash, the dump. There's rumors flying around town about a new skate park at the dump. <laughs> Cookie was on here dreaming about it. Uh, what's the latest over there? Well, the, the dump is officially closed, of course, and we have also uh, have all the plans ready. They are approved by the municipality, by the Ministerio of Salud, by everybody. They are still ready to construct. We also get uh, the, um, the quote for how much it costs. Now we are missing the money. <laughs> so that's that part when detail. we need you. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to call you or call us because we. <laughs> so let's use this segue into how's your membership enrollment? <laughs> because you're going to need more than your membership enrollment just to pay for that. Yes. Um, the NCI has been through a transition and we have grown a lot too. And fortunately, we have been able to kind of uh, grow as as fast or be right behind the investments and the things that are happening in our in our community. But now we need to find our uh, long-term sustainability. And that long-term sustainability means in terms of uh, associates, people that support the NCA, and financial. 
and and that's why we're work, we're going to be working this year too, to secure that part because we have a great team in 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 the NCA that is with this great team of professionals that we have we have been able to move a lot faster probably in the last four years than fifteen years before. Yeah, not, not to shout, take, shout not to take any merit on that, but the, the things yeah. are happening too fast. Like you said, there are too many fronts now and we are able to patch some things, but we cannot patch everything. So we have to concentrate on those big plans and big things that are, are going to be solid and, and, and help the community the largest. Interesting. What would you say is your biggest weakness right now as an organization? Financially. Yeah. No doubt. Are you, are you happy with relationships in town and the percentage of people who are participating or would you like to amplify that and try to pull some more people in? We want to, to pull up some more people to help work because there's some work that have, needs to be done in the, in the committees and, and things to be done. And also to, with ideas, uh, you know, enrichment, uh, different perspectives that helps a lot to understand the different situations and, and, and come to better solutions. And definitely we want to attract, uh, what we call the ankler donors. We need a few ankler donors that help us. We're now in a program that help us for the next three years to compromise with a certain amount. So we know we can pay our staff and we can concentrate in, in all the projects. Yeah. Now we have to, every time we do something, you know, a, a, a sign or a garbage, we have to fundraise for that. So. I was going to make a joke about how it wasn't very funny, but I was going to make a joke about your expense for, for just all the fences. You're trying to protect the land, so you got to fence the whole thing. It's yeah, and it's not just one big property. It's a lot of little ones, and I, I, there, and we even have people that destroy them, you know. And we, you have to go and do it again. And it's hard. It's hard. And it's hard for some people to understand why those fences are there. With the price of, you know, if you see a 1,000 square meter or, or $1,500 a square meter, of course, they see this land and say, hey, let's just move the fence or let's uh, take this or let's register this. Nobody's here. So we are almost done with all the fencing and signage. Uh, but at, even with that, we still got people going to register with crook lawyers and, and, and doing these bad things. What would you say is your most positive thing going for the organization now? What do you have the most momentum with or what do you feel best about right now? I think, uh, we have been able to, to help the municipality to get closer to Nosara, which was something that we were lacking of. Uh, I think by late June, we might have a everyday uh, office here and inspectors and building inspectors Ooh, very <laughs> and uh, all those kind of things. So the municipality is closer to us. It's doing things. We, we are very enthusiastic also about the Calle Modelo. Um, and how the community helped with that. And that was all people from the users of the calles on how we were going to plan to do something that we can replicate everywhere around Guiones and not having those towns that have, you know, suddenly somebody makes a, um, a boardwalk with, uh, pieces of wood and the other one with bricks and and one is higher, one is lower. It's terrible. So we want to have something that is even that we all can share and make it more of our Guiones and, and Rosario style. How's the walk walking paths going? And dare I mention or ask about sidewalks, like talk, 
What's going on with transportation around here? Because I know there's not much more room for cars. So. Okay. It should be a, a walking community. It shouldn't be a car community. Um, yes, we need cars. We need to move from one place to other. But those communities that plan on parking lots never catch up with the need of more parking lots and more highways and more and bigger and bigger and bigger. We see it in, in, almost in every country, in every, in every city. Those communities uh, that decide to give priority to the people that walk or, or go on bicycles, they they grow healthier, they grow better, and and people are happier. How do we transition into that from the spread out community we once were? Because if you live, well, I live in the back of L section. I gotta drive to to get to where I need to go. But I also understand exactly what you're saying and that the community will be better suited on foot. How do you transition into that from how we were without people getting too angry or upset? And that's plan, part of the, the regulatory plan. But prior to that, the municipality have the power and, and their laws. There's a new law about um, mobility and that it's almost the, the time is clicking for the municipality to, to enforce it. Yeah, talk and, us through that. that. What, what is that? Yes, I've ninety-six so two, or I don't remember the number of the law. But th- one of the f- key things on that is that when you build, you have to have the sidewalk done. That's it. So you don't get building permits if you don't have the sidewalk. That's why we want all the sidewalks to be the same. Otherwise, you know, you you do a million dollar house and you want to spend only two thousand dollars on your sidewalk. <laughs> Come on, uh, it's gonna be something that all of us can afford, but something that is walkable that complies with the law for for everybody can can you know in a wheelchair or whatever you need to walk um but that's something that we want and we are encouraging the the municipality to enforce so every building thing and that also obligates the municipality when they build something a new road or something they have to do the the sidewalks too so they have to uh, budget for those things so that is great we all see what's going on with the 160 and the people walking on the streets and the bicycles in the mornings or late in the afternoon when there's no lights. And we are very, we have been working with the, with the uh, senderos uh, of the NCA, but now we have a different view uh, adjusting to this. One is the connectivity. We are working in a couple of large programs to connect from Santa Marta to Esperanza uh, with sidewalks. Um, and also keep those nature walks, wild nature walks when you get dirty and smutty and, or dusty and you see the snakes and fangs. But we have to have connections between us that are simple, easy. And this breaks not only physical barriers, but psychological barriers of people that, how come <coughs> there's people in, in, in Osada that have never come to be honest, to enjoy the beach or something, you know, that's, that's not possible. So we have to, to, to break that. And, and this sidewalk is, is going to be one. And we got a lot of very good people and organizations like NOCA and the municipality and other organizations working on this. And I think it's going to be a reality very soon. Man, can you imagine being able to safely walk from Santa Marta to Esperanza yeah. without walking like on an edge with a cliff <laughs> over here, a line and the biker here. And yeah. oh my gosh, it, it's something I, I'm laughing, but it's, it's something that has scared me. Let me think. 
as around 2013, 14, somewhere right around there, I was up where Organico is. And the first people started flying around that turn. And I was like, wait a second, that's dangerous. And every day since then, every time I drive through there, it's like, there's little kids. Like my kids grew up walking around all there and now it's paved. Yes. You can gather so much speed from each direction that people fly through there and the big trucks just go through there. And I used to jokingly, but not jokingly say, let's go put a speed bump late at night. I know you can't do it, but let's do it anyway. And now it's not just in front of Organico that I'm scared of. I'm in, I'm scared in front of El Local at that turn. Oh. I'm scared at Pilata in particular where the L section now comes out. That's a freeway. Like the bikes and the quads and the cars, they go so fast right there. Like that's the one spot where you can really get going. Yeah. Entering onto that, I'm just thinking, I never ever thought I would have wanted to have a Nosara with stoplights or go lights. And now as I'm sitting here, it's like I want people to be safe more than I want to get there faster. I, I'd, I'd like I'd like to avoid the tragic accidents that we dodge by inches every day. And how that's a, a simple example. How how do we get people to slow down? Unfortunately, science, something horrible has to happen to catch people's attention. Yeah. Something horrendous has to happen. And that's the scary part. And, that, and those has happened already. And two or three days later, we forget about it. And people die, people get injured really bad. I see with the people that work with me at the hotel, you know, once in a while we got an accident here, an accident there. The people who work at your hotel get there from out there and lots of them are on bikes and on feet. And it's, it's a challenging situation. Yes. It's a challenging. Well, thanks to everyone who's, who's working on that and everything else. Okay. So it sounds like you have a lot of positive uh, progress on a couple different fronts. Being president of the NCA though is a tough, it's, it's tougher than people know. And I, when you were getting in, I was so grateful and I was like, thank you. And I've been trying to get Cookie out of there for a long time. We were friends way before the NCA stuff and I just wanted her to have a good life. And being president of the NCA doesn't always equal a peaceful life. Now I'm transitioning into, <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this point. I know there's the bad side of, about well, anything in this community. There's somebody mad right now. You and I are having this podcast. Like there's always somebody <laughs> who's mad about something. So how do you deal with the people who are angry? Because through the temporary building regulations and some of that time period, it got very frictious. And, and doing the episodes we were doing, I was trying to share the information so that the people could at least hear about it and, and get, get their sides. But something I learned was with the NCA, it seems like people are either really, really far you are they really against you? And I don't, I don't know if that's the best thing for the future. It'd be nice if you could kind of get into that middle ground of, all right, well, I didn't like that, but I'll still support you. Like you need some of that. It's the same thing for politicians when they need votes. Maybe the person voting for them doesn't agree on every single thing, but they agree on enough to make something happen and they can get the vote. I've kind of thought of the NCA that that's kind of how I think about you behind your back is into your face. I say it. Um, you guys got to get the people who might disagree with you some too. I think there's a lot of potential support and further communication. And part of where I'm getting that is when we brought all those social scientists in, they all said the exact same thing. They said in all the surveys we did for this whole community, you were there, you saw all this, you watched it yourself. They said you guys agree a lot more than you disagree. You're just inflamed with your ideas and your angles and what you have going on. And you guys take it too far. No, SARS is a very, very, 
when people feel something, they seem to really get excited about it here. But that's detrimental to you who needs to get more support. But you don't have to agree on everything all the time. And that's when I ever used to fuss at Cookie and East. That's what I used to say. It's like, hey, tone it down just a minute. Like, don't be, I know you're on fire, but tone it just a little and, and pull some more people in. And I'm still saying that today. I'm saying the same thing I've been saying for years. Is any of this resonating with you? Because it seems like during your tenure, a lot of the people who were really angry have calmed down a bit. They might still disagree, but it seems like you're talking to people and that's what you promised me you'd do. And sorry for my long rant here. I'm trying to find a way of just asking, how are you dealing with the challenges? Because it's not easy to be president of the NCA. There's some people who dislike you. They've never even met you, but they just dislike you because you're president of the NCA. How do you deal with that? It's tough. It's tough. And, and some people are very good at, at, at verbalizing what they want to say or, or things. And some people don't. Two years ago, I have long hair everywhere. <laughs> um, but the, um, what I realized is most of the time is something that a situation that they, they are into and they are angry about something and they think it's the NCA or, or the, the other person on the other side instead of the, the situation they are, they are facing. Let's say, uh, there was a gate near my, 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 my house and suddenly that gate is removed. It's removed because it wasn't safe and there's going to be a gate somewhere else. But I take that personally that they take it because it was me. And I think the whole NCA is bad because they took the fence. And instead of saying, what can we do? I mean, what, how can we solve this? Do we need a sidewalk to the other one? Do we need a sign so you know where the other gate is? Or maybe we can work out about something, a gate closer to your house. I don't know. There might be other solutions. And there might be no solution for, for what you're looking for. I mean, and that's going to happen. Look at what, how much Nosad is changing. And before, if I burn my, my, my trash was not a problem. Or if I cut one tree was not a problem. Now there are thousands of us. There are five, eight thousand more people than they were of 10 years ago. And the actions that we do are different. So we have to understand that we have to be more um, flexible and, and more uh, understanding of the, the overall community needs than our own needs. Like walking my dog. Uh, oh, I never walk with a leash. Ah, bah, bah. Sorry, man. I mean, there's a lot of dogs now and there's a lot of people. There's a lot of kids. Uh, there's a lot of tension. The, the, even the dog is going to react differently than he would, would react three years ago and now. So there are some things that might affect us personally and we will have to sacrifice if we want to look at that as a sacrifice, but I don't look at the sacrifice. It's something that we have to, to adapt in order to be in a society. And that's part of it. I think there is a sacrifice of you have to make the communication now because I, I, as you're talking, I'm just thinking of what Dr. Salas, Dr. Freetag, Tina Nabonacci, just when they all came through, they all said the same thing. They said, you can face this now or you can face it later. But if you face it now, you have a chance of working together, at least in a cohesive direction. Even if you hate them and they hate you, you still have most, most of what you have is in common, believe it or not. You want a healthy community. You want people to have access to resources. You want to have sidewalks. Like you want, like you, you want to have the nature preserves. We, we, 
we basically all want the same thing. People want to keep the nature. They want to have the ability for their business to succeed. They want their friends and family to have access to employment and be able to get where they want to go and live the life they want. We all want basically the same core items, but occasionally I want it that way or you want it that way. But again, that's what all those doctors told us, the social scientists, they told us over and over again, that's not when you go to war, you get the item out in front and then you discourse at great length about it. And at least your community can advance. That's how this works. But if you guys lock up, which is what we love to do in Nosara, if we assume the moment we disagree around here, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Louis sucks. I knew it. <laughs> you, yeah, know? you go online and throw things, shut down the computer and let them deal yeah. with it. <laughs> so they were, they were basically telling us, they're like, this isn't a Nosara thing. This is a worldwide issue that happens everywhere. Communities grow. Things happen. Communicate, 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 communicate. So thanks for coming on this podcast to communicate. Thank you. There's a couple community organizations that won't come on the podcast and people ask for them all the time. And, It's just unfortunate. It, should, it shouldn't be off of personal likes or dislikes. It should be information should flow. And that's what the social scientists said. So I appreciate the president of a, a large organization coming on to communicate. <laughs> I wish they all would. Uh, enough on that. But you're moving into a new Nosari, even though it's the same place. You just, like you said earlier about dogs, you should use a leash now. That's your stance, correct? But people who've been here forever are, I've never had to use a leash. What do you say? Well, your answer to that is, well, time to change it. Make a sacrifice now because there's a lot of dogs. And if you don't listen and now they don't listen, now we have a huge problem as opposed to just this basic one. So do you want to deal with the basic problem now or do we want to have it bigger? Isn't we, that kind of what you're dealing yes, with on a, yes. on a wide level? And also in our communication department, is. is basically brand new, but we are maturing it and we're getting better on the, our communication, trying to connect. And, and we have been getting a lot of response from the people that we, we, you know, we have our emails and things. And whenever we do something, we, we are able to, to bring a lot of people to the table. And that's very good. That means that we can keep this community growing and more and more time we, we feel like we are more part of the of, of helping all the other organizations too we like that too let's call that great progress i mean how often do you get 10 people around here all to feel the same way about anything <laughs> well i guess we all feel the same way about wanting what we want we want a good nosara but how do we get it and what what's everyone's opinion of how it should be done that's a different story Yes, yes. And I hear often this uh, progress is coming, you're not going to stop it, things like that. And this is not about stopping progress. This is about having a nice future for all of us and preserve as much as we can of what is, uh, brought us here. You know, we, we came for a reason. Why, why we're destroying it? You know, that's, that's the question. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I'm glad you said that for people to hear. You're saying the NCA is not trying to stop progress. You're not trying to impede people entering the community. You're not trying to slow business down. You're not trying to be a police force to stop development. Is that, are you publicly saying that? Yes. Okay. So what you're saying is let's shape it as best we can. And that's what we're trying to do, but we're not the enforcement agency of that. Is that correct? Correct. I think there's a lot of people out there who would benefit from understanding it. Because <laughs> a lot of people think you're the police force. And again, they think the problem's with you. 
no. the actual problems with the law that's on the books. And then you go do what you do to try to get stuff going, but you're trying to work as a community agency for a greater good for the future. You're not here to yell about yesterday so much as you want to focus on tomorrow. Is that Absolutely. right? Absolutely. We're not here to throw down walls or anything. I'm giving you some good sound bots right now. The people. <laughs> I hope so. I hope it works. Um, like I said, my, my, I support you guys. Even when I'm mad at you, I support you. Because uh, you're doing more good than you are bad, in my opinion. That's how I feel. Yeah, thank you. Well, well, when, well you, when you do something, you're always going to make mistakes. And well, that's part of, of, of that's right. when you do things. Uh, you know, so. Well, also in a small town, it, it's ultra visible. <laughs> and a big town spreads. So... <laughs> It, it, it's 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 so strange because you could do something that you really think is the right thing to do for a greater good, but someone's mad at you. And I know for me, I'm very sensitive about it. Like it, it hurts. Like somebody's going to watch me talking and laughing with you and they're going to be like, I can't believe you agree with them on this thing. And that might not be me agreeing with you on that thing. That's me dialoguing with you because I want to share the information and I deserve every – I think everyone deserves to hear information and then they can make their own decisions. So – I really respect you coming on here and sharing with people. And I hope you'll come back and we can get some updates uh, towards the end of the year. It sounds like sounds like you're pleased overall with as we close out the high season for 2022. It sounds like you feel comfortable with how things are going as an organization yes. and with your progress. Yes. Yes. We've had a great team, not only on, on the board, but also our, our people that work with us. Well, let's give a big shout out. Thanks to everyone who's doing service for the community. And the... And the um, the different committees, these people are, you know, they are not visible, but they are doing a lot of work for us and working together and giving ideas and, and helping the NCA and helping the community. So I really appreciate those. Things. Do you have any message for people who don't support you? And maybe not to your haters who, who might really dislike you, but what's, do you have any message to people who are kind of on the fence? They don't really fully understand the NCA or maybe they have a gripe because their neighbors said that they were mad about a fence or something. What's your message to that middle audience who could kind of go either way? Um, well, like usual, you know, let's talk if you have any, 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 any questions. Most, most of the fears are because of ignorance, uh, ignorance of what the other person is going to do or not knowing, you know. Or start communicating. You say, oh, that guy never say hi to me. Yeah, because we don't know you. <laughs> but once you say hi, oh, that's a nice guy. So the same happens. I mean, there's no secrets in the NCA. Everything is in the, in the website. Everything you can see. There's no hiding agendas. And but there are going to be things that we do that you don't agree, or or makes you mad, or think that are stupid. Who came with that idea? Whatever. Um, well, bring your idea. What's your solution is? Maybe your idea is a lot better than anything that we came up with. Maybe your idea is more thinking about you than the rest of the community. I don't know. So let's let's see what's. what's but there's no bad ideas. Thanks for the dialogue, sir. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. I really appreciate this because, as you said, we really need communication in this town. We need to talk about things and we need to, to put our energy in the same direction. Not always, but try to be, you know, in preserve and what uh, all living nature uh, creatures are here. They, they, they need our help. They cannot fight this fight. So we are the ones who can protect them. We catch up in a couple months. All right. Thank you.